Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz, and the Seattle Seahawks 2020 draft is in the books. I thought we might be done with the selection of Freddie Swain in round six, but the Seahawks trade a 2021 sixth-round pick to the Miami Dolphins to select LSU Tigers tight end Stephon Sullivan. And apparently the Dolphins had told Sullivan they were planning to take him with one of their last two picks, but they end up trading with the Seahawks and... Seattle says they actually see Sullivan as a wide receiver. And by making the pick, it ends up helping tie a record for the LSU Tigers. 14 players selected in this draft. It's a record set by Ohio State back in 2004 for the most since the NFL switched to seven rounds in 1994. Here to talk about Sullivan, and we'll also talk about Damian Lewis, who was taken by the Seahawks in round three, is Zachary Junda from And the Valley Shook. The SB Nation community for LSU. Zachary, appreciate you coming on. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate you guys and appreciate Seattle for helping LSU make history. Well, the guy that helped LSU reach the record tying mark is Stefan Sullivan. Pete Carroll seems pretty hyped about this guy. So Zachary, whether it was at tight end, whether it was at receiver, what have you seen from Sullivan at his time at LSU? Frankly, not a lot. He's like definition of a raw prospect. I'm looking at his numbers. Now he caught about maybe 20 passes for his entire career. He switched to tight end this year, but for whatever reason, Thaddeus Moss kind of got majority of the tight end one rep, so to speak, and Sullivan kind of phased out throughout the year, maybe as a blocker, as an H-back, but caught 12 passes this year and 14 games. But he's, he's so long, he's got big hands, he's got the frame, he, he's got size that you would want in receiver or or a tight end in this kind of new NFL we're living in. But just for whatever reason, LSU never fully tapped into that potential. Maybe it was because uh the he was only there for the one year with the Joe Brading, the, the offensive renaissance, so to speak, and they really couldn't unleash the entirety of Stephon Sullivan. But it's a project for sure. But I think there is a potential matchup nightmare stashed underneath. And if Seattle can unlock that, they, they might have what I'm guessing Seattle was hoping for when they signed Jimmy Graham all those years ago. Well, you know, not only do they get Sullivan, but they, they also drafted a tight end out of Stanford as well. And so it does appear that they're really trying to, to target at least, if not a pass catching tight end, that's, you know, six, five or taller, but also has the speed and Sullivan, he, you know, for a guy who is, 6'5", 250 plus pounds for him to run a 4640. That that's pretty good speed. It doesn't sound like he has the the type of agility numbers, but if you need a guy to to run pretty fast in a straight line and maybe run up the seam, it seems like Sullivan might be that type of guy. Yeah, and it, 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 the irony about Sullivan is as big as he is, he's not a good blocker. So I, and you know, again, if you want to compare him to Jimmy Graham, that's another thing they have in, in common. I don't think you would ever really deploy Sullivan as like your second tight end in a goal line situation to pick up a a defensive end or, or a pass rushing linebacker. That's not going to be his game. But I would love to see the linebacker that can try and keep up in a foot race with Stephon Sullivan. I think he he can be that guy. So it's kind of interesting though. We talk about the record of of fourteen players by LSU. And the fact that Thaddeus Moss wasn't among those 14 and instead it was Sullivan and kind of interesting. Yeah, it's really the most confounding thing for people in Baton Rouge right now. Um, Moss's feet are just 
a mess right now. He they found a uh, a Jones fracture, I believe, at the combine. It was the same injury he had uh, prior to the 2018 season. Yeah, yeah, 2018. Uh, he missed all of that season, and really, he only played if you include the three or four games at North Carolina State and this LSU season. He's only played about 18 games and four years of college. So there's not a lot of film on him because of the injuries. And I think that scared a lot of teams off. Well, Colby Parkinson is the the tight end that they got from Stanford. That's, you know, six, seven big guy as well as tight end and not apparently doing a lot of blocking at Stanford. So uh, one other guy that I wanted to ask you about though, with especially having the tie in with LSU, the Seahawks pick two LSU players in this draft. Mm-hmm. And the first one they selected out of LSU was Damian Lewis, the guard. And I'm kind of curious uh, what your thoughts are on Lewis as well. Yeah, I'm happy for Lewis. Uh, he was a, a, a Juco product that uh, came out of Northwest Mississippi Community College and then started every single game for LSU in those two years. At right guard, it's 28 games, and he made a second team all SEC this year. A lot of people back home are really happy for, for Lewis. He, he's a road grader of a, of a right guard. Um, I don't know if you guys expect him to start right away, but I know one of the critiques about Seattle and at least recent years is the line can kind of be shaky at best for, for Russell Wilson and Lewis can potentially be a guy who helps stabilize, especially on that interior uh, going up against, especially like with uh, the Rams having Aaron Donald and the 49ers and all the, the dudes they have on that line. It's going to be a really sneaky good pick for, uh, for the Seahawks, and we're really happy for him. Lewis helped anchor the uh, offensive line. They won the uh, the Joe Moore Award last year for best uh, offensive line in college football. Lewis is a big piece of that. Yeah, and uh, and when you talk about them winning that award, I mean, it's pretty obvious, too, when they end up with Damian Lewis being signed by the Seahawks, uh, Lloyd Cushenberry going uh, not too far after him. I think it was even only a few picks. Uh, after Lewis yeah. and then Sadiq Charles went at the top of round four to Washington. So uh, a lot of those guys all ranked relatively closely and come off the board about the same time in the draft. It's just a testament to how talented this team is. Um, you know, not that people were doubting how good was 2019 LSU. I mean, the, the resume and all the teams they beat, what they achieved speaks for itself. But to add that 14 picks and, you know, three on the offensive line. And I didn't realize until last night. Uh, they were the first team ever to have a uh, a quarterback, running back, receiver. Uh, the triplets all picked in the first round. That's the first in NFL draft history. Uh, just speaks to how stupid talented this team was. A talented LSU team, for sure, making history in a couple different ways. Zachary, a big thanks for coming on, especially on short notice. LSU fans, be sure you're tuned in to the work they do over at And the Valley Shook. That does it for the Seahawks draft. I'll be back throughout the week with more episodes as we hear from Pete Carroll and John Schneider in the press conferences, hear from some of the players in their post-draft press conferences, sbnation.com slash NFL podcasts. Much more to come right here. And until then, go Hawks.